this Pentecost Sunday, we pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the doors were locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. The Gospel of the Lord. Come, Holy Spirit, and send down from heaven a ray of your light. Come, Father of the poor, come and give us your gifts, come and give us your light. Sweet host of the soul, gentle relief to men, thou art rest in labor, temperance of passions, joy in our weeping. Come, penetrate with your holy light into the innermost heart of your faithful. Wash our stains, Holy Spirit, water our dryness, heal our wounds, soften our hardness, remove our coldness with your warmth, correct our deviations, reward our virtue, save our souls, give us eternal joy. We end the Easter season with the Feast of Pentecost, a beautiful solemnity. This is how we end this time of 50 days dedicated in some way to living the experience of the risen Jesus in our lives. And in the meantime, we also hope, symbolically, to receive the Holy Spirit. It is a symbolic receiving because we who live in the time of the Spirit can no longer say that we have to wait 50 days to receive Him. We already received Him through faith. We already received him through baptism. We received him in confirmation. We receive Jesus every time we approach the sacrament of the Eucharist or through a spiritual communion. We also receive him when we live in the commandment of love. Of course, this feast helps us to refresh this reality in us. We are temples of the Holy Spirit. We are part of the body of Christ, and therefore, the Spirit also lives in us. And so, on this feast, I will simply insist that we rekindle the desire that the Spirit, who is already in us, may make us revive, so to speak, may make us be born again, may give us His peace so that we can live this reality in the Church. God wants what happened in today's glimpses of the gospel, what we have just heard, to happen to us. 
God wants what happens continually in the church, in so many hearts that believe, to happen to us. His presence can be like a gust of wind or like Jesus' breath onto our heart. We may not know where it comes from or where it goes, but still rejoice in the certainty of His action in us. This is the certainty that we must have, that the Holy Spirit is at work in us, even if we aren't aware. God wants us to feel all the fire can do, even if we don't see it, illuminate, warm and purify. Come into our souls today, Holy Spirit, and send down from heaven a ray of your light. The Feast of the Holy Spirit does and will continue to do what only God can do. Give peace, but not as the world gives it, not as we sometimes pretend to give it, but the peace that comes only from Him, because we can only receive this gift from above, from heaven. It isn't the sort of peace people refer to when they say, all is well, stop suffering, or teach the art of living. No, it's the peace resulting from the struggle and purification of the heart, the peace that helps us come out of our confinement, leaving behind our sin, our selfishness, our greed, our laziness, our envy, and everything that alienates us from others. The Holy Spirit, the Spirit of love that Jesus gave us, helps us to come out of ourselves, and that can also be unsettling and even painful. It's Jesus' peace that leads us to forgiveness, to being forgiven and forgiving. Forgiven is difficult, but not so much if we realize that forgiveness comes from Him, from on high. Such peace is a gift, but it's also something we should work for, with love. It's the peace that comes with the happiness of love, the peace everyone desires. Yesterday, with the children in catechism, we did a kind of spiritual exercise in adoration. They had to write down what they wanted to ask Jesus, and a little girl wrote down, I ask Jesus to be happy. Praying for happiness is praying for peace. Having peace makes us happy. The Spirit, besides giving us peace, also unites us. He is the soul of the Church. He unites what is diverse, what is different, to create something new, something more beautiful. He gives life to all the dead things in our lives, in our hearts. He alone lifts us up when we fall, gives us a hand to keep us going, comforts us if we are sad. Only He can make us, who are so different, have the same desires and strive for the same goals. The Holy Spirit also unifies our hearts, our scattered hearts, rectifies our twisted intentions and gives meaning to our actions. Let's end by invoking together the Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, come, Holy Spirit, and send down from heaven a ray of your light.
May we have a good day, and may the blessing of our merciful God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, descend upon our hearts and remain forever.